0: At greenlight.com slash acast. This podcast episode is brought to you by Mary Body, our online yoga pilates and meditation studio. And doors are in fact now open, so we are welcoming in new members as we speak. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited and also extra excited because we start our next 21-day challenge, which is daily yoga and Pilates. So this is the perfect time to join and it's the perfect time to really welcome in a consistent movement practice mm-hmm. and consistency is really where the magic is. Totally. So we're starting that challenge on the 10th of February. So as we said, now is the perfect time to join as when you join, we'll be kicking off that challenge and you'll feel that extra motivation to build a consistent practice which as Amy said, that's where we see the transformation happen in the body, but more importantly in the mind and the heart. We're so excited to welcome you in. So come and find more info out at Merrymakersisters.com forward slash dash body Let's get into that. Welcome to the Get Merry Show. Let's be best friends and talk about real life, the mess, the magic, and everything in between. Every week, you'll walk away feeling inspired with doable action steps and realize you're never alone. I'm Emma. And I'm Carla. We're your hosts. You might know us as the Merrymaker Sisters. And yes, we are real life sisters. Are you ready? Let's get (laughs) merry. That was pretty good. This is episode 233 on the Get Married Podcast and we're so excited to be here with you today. Oh my gosh, we are. And I'm extra excited about this topic because it's so current, firstly, and I love when we're, you know, on top of stuff that's going on in the The world. (laughs) So we're talking about Taylor Swift and her new documentary, 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 (laughs) Miss Americana. Yes. Oh my God. It was so good. Before we get into that, though, happy birthday to us. Oh, yeah. It's seven years of Merrymaker Sisters to this day. So thank yeah. you to your ears for listening. We are so grateful for you. So grateful. I mean, like, I don't know how long we've been doing the podcast for, but I think maybe five years. Mm, we'll five see years of podcasting. So wow. Years. Yeah, we need a Get Married podcast birthday. Yeah, we need more birthdays. Out. All right, good. <laughs> but yeah, so we are so grateful though for each and every one of you, for you especially listening here, wherever you are. Thank you for choosing the Get Married podcast. It means the world to us. But yeah, let's get into today's topic of the Taylor Swift documentary. Please, if you haven't watched it, go and watch it right now. Even after if, you listen to this Yeah. Website. And even if you think you're not a fan of Taylor Swift, go and watch it because I think like I loved her before. Mm-hmm. But you learn so much about her. And I guess you see this perspective, a whole different perspective, right, from Mm. an extreme famous person, from just a woman Mm. growing up in the spotlight with so much flack her whole life, really. Like you think about it, that Kanye thing that happened when she was 17. 17! Mm, Oh, my gosh. baby. Like I think about when I was 17 and far out. Like if anyone had said anything to me – I would have taken full offense and it would have impacted me in such a massive way. I know. Yeah, well. So imagine that. Someone doing that to you on the world stage, everyone watching, people replaying it, becoming a meme. Like,
1: yeah. And then not only that,
0: but then I guess the whole way that Kanye then used her in his music. And then you see this footage of a Kanye concert and people are chanting like horrible things about Taylor. And it's just like, wow. Like, this isn't okay. Like, that's not okay. Well, it's just that people forget that she's a real person. And I think, you know, this is important for all of us to take note of if ever we find ourselves judging someone Mm -hmm. because we never, ever know the full story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's good to check in with yourself and know when maybe you need to take a step back and be like, hang on a minute, like, they're still human and they're going through their stuff. Mm -hmm. How, Like, really, how dare any of us? have that judgment on anyone yeah I think it's such a huge reminder that we need to remember the human side of each and every person that we meet whether it's in real life because like that's easier to remember that they're human because you see them yeah but more importantly when it's online or we're reading about them or we're seeing a photo of them like or they're in a magazine. Because, yeah. like, literally, a magazine is like, here, open these pages and judge. I know. They're like, awful. That is what it, it's about. I mean, that's why I don't read magazines. Yeah. Anymore. So, but the documentary overall, like, the overall feels for the documentary, we won't focus on like those bits where we were like, oh, poor Taylor. It was more like, wow, Taylor Swift is a freaking amazing songwriter amazing performer her work ethic is like second to none she's probably one of the hardest working people in the world I would say just from watching well I think maybe you could say in the industry like I don't know if in like whatever like you don't know in the world world. but like definitely I mean like people were describing her as that as well so it's like when other people like producers and stuff say that and you could tell as well. And, I mean, we obviously could relate to that because we look at ourselves as, like, very hardworking people and we've always been like that. Mm. I mean, Carla, you have always been that person who strived to go above and beyond. And, I mean, that – I know, like, we would not have – when we wouldn't be where we are if we didn't have this work ethic. So mm. I think seeing that in someone else is always very inspiring and a reminder that, yeah, you know what, like, if we have a dream – we go out and get it and mm-hmm. all of us, like even if go it's grab a crazy it. dream, even if it's like you have people saying left, right and center, like that's a dumb idea or what? how could you ever do something like that or if it's yourself telling you that, it's like hang on a minute. No, anything is possible. We just add a lot of hard work Mm. and then the opportunities will flow in. Yeah, and I think – so the documentary starts off and we won't give – like there's no really spoiler alerts here. Like we're not spoiling anything. But it starts off with like Taylor describing how she always wanted to be a good girl. Mm. Like she wanted to always please her parents. She always wanted to be seen in the public eye as someone who's a do-gooder, like Mm. not like ruffling any feathers. She just wanted to do good and play her music and get on with – like, her life. She didn't really ever want to get involved in anything. And she talks about this, like, how all her life she's had this pressure of, like, trying to do the good thing, the right thing. And I think, again, like, we can really relate to this in a way because – we were like that. Oh, my or gosh. even still like that. Like, we, we always wanted to please people. We always wanted to do good. We always want to make sure we did the right thing. And you at home can probably nod along to this. Like, it's a very common trait, I think, of women. Yeah. And, I mean, it was like almost like – it. almost it's something that really can hold you back. I mean, it can also bring a lot of good to your life, mm. but it also – it it makes you not be yourself because you're more focused externally instead of internally. Like even if this decision doesn't make me feel good, no, it's good by them. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to get praise or Mm -hmm. like they want me to do that. Dad wants me to do that. Mum wants me to Mm -hmm. do that. So I'm going to do that. Not – like I'm not even gonna consider my heart or what I want. Like I'm gonna look externally first. And I mean, me and Carla, we were exactly like this. And I think we heard a quote, a Joseph Campbell quote. Uh Carla, you read it out, you've got it in front of you. Yeah, the Joseph Campbell quote. And like we'll just do a little disclaimer here, like, Dad, we love you. Like you're amazing. We um mum and dad, you've been our biggest supporters. But dot dot dot, this quote really did resonate with us when we first heard it on the Finding Joe documentary. Don't do what daddy says because daddy has one interest and that's your security. And if you bargain away your life for security now, you will never find your bliss. Oh, I just got tingles. When we heard that quote on the documentary, the Finding Joe documentary, we were like, oh, my God, yeah. And at this stage, we had our full-time government desk jobs and we'd found – like we were blogging. We were starting the Mm -hmm. Merrymaker Sisters – But that quote made us realize that this stable, secure job, we're bargaining away a life where we could potentially follow our dreams and be happy every day and be excited to create for this stability, this security that actually when you really think about doesn't really exist because how many... Government jobs get made redundant, like, and life every day. is never guaranteed. Exactly, so we realized from that time when we heard that quote, the bigger risk is actually staying in the government desk jobs. Yeah, I love that, and yeah, as like yeah, Dad, biggest number one fan of us, <laughs> like we love you. Oh my gosh, but also of course he wanted us to think about stability, money, security. Like, of course he cares about that, and it's also smart as well. But we. Oh, my gosh. Like as soon as you find what you want to do, that bliss, that magic, you got to follow it. Oh, yeah. I think if you are blessed to find it, yeah. especially at a young age, like it's really rare, you have to jump in. You have to jump in with two feet and go and, and see what's around the corner and go into the forest and venture deep into the forest, the unknown, and just give it a shot. And I think it's also a reminder for us all to – You know, if anyone ever comes to you with their ideas, their passions, they're excited about something, like join in with them, Mm. like be happy for them. I think it's one of the most amazing things we can do as an individual. And if, you know, we care about someone, if we want to support them, Mm. it's just like, be there, listen and say, like, go for it. Mm, I so agree. Because like, there's enough, I know from experience that you get crap from other people. There's enough cynicism in the world. Yeah, and, like, when we heard someone, like, you know, their eyes light up a little bit when we were excited, when we were telling them about the thing, like, that was pure magic. And I could probably count on, like, my one left hand, the the amount of people in the first five years of our business Mm -hmm. who did that. So, like, Mm -hmm. do it. Support. Yeah, I think that, Mm -hmm. again, like, what a great message that you got from – that like, I know about being a good girl I think yeah. that's just yeah, so beautiful to support someone else simply by your excitement and your enthusiasm has the potential to inspire them to go for it to to completely potentially change their life mm. for the better so cool which is really exciting so yeah that was interesting though in the documentary yeah being good yeah and then I feel I mean once you watch the documentary you'll then see this complete 180 of her then breaking that belief or that, I guess, way of living. Well, I think it took a long, long time like of like changing yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like god like how much stuff did she go through for that i think another thing to add in here is the external validation stuff because that's kind of linked in perfectly Mm. where you know you have this obsession with being the good girl and then it's also relying on praise from others uh applause from others Mm -hmm. for your own self validation for your like sense of worth you rely on what other people say about you. And therefore, like you know, when it's great, oh, yeah, like you're on top of the world, but then you get one bad comment, it's like, oh, like deflated, it's really impacting emotionally, mentally. And, again, I can relate fully to this. This is why we've talked about external validation for so Mm -hmm. many episodes on this show. Yeah, and, like, even a simple example is relying on, you know, if you're going out and you've gotten like you got a new dress or something, and no one comments oh on gosh. it, or like they don't even like. Maybe they even say something bad about it, yeah. like that they say, "Oh, I, like I don't like this." Like rah rah rah. They're being like honest <laughs> because everyone has their own opinion. Yeah. Um, and you can get really deflated, and you're like, "Well, why don't you think I look beautiful, or why didn't you say a compliment to me?" And we can rely on this validation we can begin to expect it as well yeah. which only sets us up for suffering yeah. this is why we always say and try to live by no expectations of anyone yeah. else and it's like a very important practice mm-hmm. to like you know validate yourself like before you go out, look in the mirror and say, "I look beautiful," or mm. whatever it is. That's like a very good example for from when I was young. Like yeah. I always relied on that external. Like, mom, what do I? I mean, I still do. Like yeah. I'll be like Carla, what are you wearing? Like this is what I'm wearing. Like, and that's like a sister thing yeah, as well. I feel like that's more like. um are we wearing the same level of outfit? Like, are you wearing denim shorts and a T-shirt, or are you wearing a dress and heels? Yeah, are you wearing high heels? Are you have you dressed up? Am I going to look yeah. underdressed Or that's can so I true? go cash? Like, that's what so you funny, doing? God! So Sisters really, are funny. It's mainly like, do we match each other? <laughs> <laughs> do we wait? It's not do even we match, oh, do we compliment, compliment each, each other? other? <laughs> Will the photo look good? Oh my gosh! Hilarious. Yeah, which which is just a little bit of fun, really. Yeah, but. but I definitely know, like, especially in relationships mm. as well, like getting that kind of like – it's not approval. That might be the wrong word. It's just like, you know – Oh, it's like the praise. Yeah. It's like instead of – so, and I guess you can use this as an example, like in with Taylor, like she – all she wanted was the applause. Yeah. Like she would perform for the applause. Yeah. Which we know, like when we think of yoga philosophy, yeah. like don't do for the mm. sake of getting mm. something. You do for the sake of doing. Yeah. So and the same with that um Alan Watts, you know, we don't dance to get to the end of the dance. We dance for the sake of the dance. Yeah. So we're there to enjoy. Whereas Taylor was there for the end of the song where she's standing up yeah. there and like, where's my applause? And yes, yeah, she got it, but that's what she only lived for. Yeah. She missed everything in between yeah and then it was like when that whole like kanye thing got really crazy and the media like was against her and i mean like what people were saying was just awful so when that happened it was like the whole world came crashing down and that's when she kind of like retreated and like as you can see like that caused like such a big negative impact emotionally mm-hmm. mentally like far out and i i Get, I can see how and why yeah but it also Huge. like got her to do the work and realize that external validation is not an, a healthy way to live yeah and I think it was a long long journey before that was realized because yeah I mean let's move on to the whole beauty standards yeah thing. and pretty much in the documentary Taylor Swift admits to suffering from a not admits tells the story of how she suffered from a a eating disorder yeah starvation starvation and this was because she went into that mode where you see a photo of yourself and you begin to judge every crease in every corner and I mean hands up who can relate to this yeah not even photos like when you look in the mirror and you hold a magnifying glass up to every corner like we don't look at our bodies as a whole we begin to pull apart our bodies we begin to look at one inch of our bodies and how it's not, in inverted commas, right. It's not quite perfect, is it? The stomach isn't flat enough, the booty isn't big enough, the boobs aren't big enough, or round enough, or perky enough. Our arms are a little bit chunky. Like the list Mm. is just endless. There was this amazing quote where Taylor said, there's always some standard of beauty that you're not meeting because if you're thin enough, then you don't have that ass that everybody wants. But if you have enough weight on to have an ass, then your stomach isn't flat enough. It's all just effing impossible. <laughs> and it is because, like, beauty trends change all the time as well. We spoke about that. Oh, we have the a whole episode. On, like, going yeah. back to the 19 – well, did we like, go back to, like, 1930s? Yeah. Where, like, you, before that. Before, before that, before where we that. talked about, like, all the different shapes that yeah. was, like, oh, yeah, 1920s, like, oh, it was twenty. No, even before that, we yeah. went to, like, the eight, the 1800s. Yeah, like, it's, like, just, it's just – Never good enough to the beauty standards that we see in the media or that we see that the famous person has or this person has, the influencer has. And that's why we just need to stop giving it our attention and start realising that, hey, everyone's different and unique and this could actually quite possibly definitely be the magic of beauty and the humanness that we are all different and unique and Mm. beautiful in our own ways. Exactly. And – I guess it's also the message of acceptance. Yeah. I mean, it all comes back to that. And this, we could also talk, we could talk about this in everything, in the external validation. Like we practice acceptance in the beauty standards, we practice acceptance. So if we accept our bodies as they are, even if there's like this change you want to make, like- there's like, yeah, I am so for people making positive changes to their body, like focusing on strength, focusing on like feeling fitter, feeling like they can move through life easier. Great. But before we even make any changes, before we go about making any change, we have to first accept ourselves as they are, as we are right here, right now. We have to accept our bodies as we are in this moment before we step forward. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why we say that is because they're not even us. This is, like, this is like many, many yogis, many, many spiritual masters. Eckhart Tolle talks about it all the time in that if we make a change from that unaccepting mindset, then when we make the change, we want to then make another change. So we're always here, but we always want to be over there. Yeah. It's never good enough. So if we accept ourselves now and then we make the change – then we make the change, it's like, yeah, we made the change and we feel really great, yeah. and we're living in the present, and it feels much better. And then we can go and make another change if we want to, but we're not forever grasping for the yeah. next thing. It makes complete sense. And I mean, I think also watching this segment part of the documentary, I mean, I can really I can remember seeing photos of when Taylor was super, super skinny. And I mean, yeah, you look at her, you're like, wow, yeah, she doesn't look well at all. She mm. looks like Yeah, fading away. Like she was definitely starving herself. She looks like she's about to fall. Like she looks really tired as well, like when she's performing. And I can reflect on it and think like when I saw images in the magazine or on TV or Facebook, I would think about myself and be like, I'm not thin enough. And then I can now reflect of like noticing her in more recent years after she has put on a bit more weight and is healthier. I remember – Is healthy. I remember thinking – oh, like, that's amazing. I feel really – like, it made – I don't know, it made me feel good about myself. It made you – it gave you permission to not – Yeah. To feel like you could look how you look. Yeah. Because this is the whole reason around, like, uh, seeing yourself – in magazines, seeing yourself on the movies. And it's like we can think like about races as well, how yeah. they, they weren't included in movies. Like Asians weren't really included in Hollywood movies oh my for God. so, so many years. It's like only just Wait, wait let's like think back. Like they would dress white people up as African-Americans, A- yeah, exactly. like paint their faces. How ridiculous. Yeah, so we – so people weren't uh, being, what is the word? We Inclusive. Included. Like people, you couldn't identify with them. You couldn't resonate with them because you didn't look like them. And that was like you, Emmy. Like you thought, oh, Taylor's that skinny. Like I have to look like that in order to accept myself. And then you saw her a bit bigger and you're like, oh, my God. It's I'm okay. Yeah. And that was like just like a subconscious feeling. And, I mean, and then I think about all her fans and, you know, like I'm on this path, I'm mega into this world, Mm. right? So, like, I'm even different. Like whereas someone who has no awareness of body stuff and like the work we need to do to cut through all the media BS It's like that can be detrimental. So I just applaud Taylor for firstly like moving through her stuff Mm -hmm. and being so open about Mm -hmm. it in this documentary and now being such a positive role model for women and men to like just show up as they are and put their health first. I mean she said one thing where it was like, you know, I'd rather be fat than be unhealthy or sick. She she would rather think people She'd rather people think she's fat. She's not fat. No, no. At all. She would (laughs) rather think people She would rather she'd rather people (laughs) think of her as fat. Then yeah. she'd be unwell. Yes. Exactly. Oh my God, spit it out, girls. I together. think she'd rather be fat. Like,
1: <laughs> that's Emma, wrong. That's so
0: wrong. Well, I just couldn't remember. Yes. I didn't write that quote She's down. She definitely looks so healthy and vibrant. And that's what she said. She yeah. has energy. She was saying that she thought it was just normal that she felt like she wanted to pass out. And I mean, I can reflect on this with our videos and Mary Body classes because I remember when we first filmed, I could not watch our videos because all I saw was my hips overhanging my pants. I saw my fat, chunky arms. Like that's how I was when we first, first started. I could not watch it. And, you know, like now I can watch this and I'm so like this is who I am. Like with whatever is not deemed as perfect – because, like, to me, now I see it as this is this is beautiful. Mm. And it's, like, amazing to reflect on that. And, I mean, like, how cool that we can all do that. We can all change our perspectives and our mindsets to being more open, more loving, more kind to ourselves. Mm. And then, therefore, that ripples out to the whole world. Exactly. Don't waste a minute thinking that you're not good enough. No. Or you're not thin oh enough. Oh, my gosh, the the amount of minutes I wasted, wow. Or your butt isn't. Big enough and when i say minutes i mean years how many <laughs> yeah, years not minutes yeah a lot of minutes many many millions of minutes actually yeah. i don't know Is millions maybe not i don't know you'd have to do the math on that <laughs> i don't want to yeah don't it's in the past we've we accept can it. accept it and we can thank it Forgive. for where it's brought us Yep, so yeah. true. So I think the next thing we want to talk about is, and um, which I thought was really interesting, like Taylor was talking about, like being successful at age thirty and how like she kind of felt like this was the last chance she had to, yeah. like, for this for so- for society to keep accepting her as a successful like woman woman or Or singer or artist, that really shocked me because I really think that Taylor's going to be one that sticks around. No, but it's like looking at the industry and actually society. Mm. It's, you know, you hear, uh, we have friends who are older who talk about this and it's very true. Like, okay, think about a woman in the music industry. I mean, like maybe like Pink, like she's a bit older. Is she that much older? I don't know. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. But she, like, made a comeback, right? Yeah, like, that's she's, true. like, because yeah, she, she got, you know, with Miley Cyrus true. and then has come back. Yeah, Whereas, she's cr- – but she's always had fans. Yeah, always. Like, hardcore But this fans. is, like, the pop world as well. True. Yeah, like, who's older in the pop world? No one. No one. one. And I mean, maybe it's the same for men. I don't know. Look, it's Vera, no because it's like you two and yeah, exactly. Robert Williams, yeah, who's like fifty. And like, let's think about in the acting as well. Like, you know, women. I think there's a change of brewing. Yeah, well, that's that's it's the thing. happening, and the I think is brewing, and that's where I mean, I think that's where she will go. Is like she'll be v- more vocal about that because you know what? Like I heard her say that, and I've thought, yeah, I've I've thought that exact same thing about myself. Mm. I've definitely thought that as I am thirty-two. Maybe because I am so much older and wiser than you, Carla. Yeah, I've never once thought. <sighs> no, about I definitely it. have. But I think it's also that it comes back as well to I am thirty-two and I am single, so it's like it's like that whole like weird pressures that women get and that we put on ourselves from looking externally from growing up with the mindset that we have been given as well that you put all these pressures on yourself and you deem yourself unsuccessful or that time is running out but really anything is possible yeah I guess it's a decision to keep on going and keep evolving yeah, but as, as well she mentioned that that's too. That's what she meant. Oh, that was so and it's that so, so, was true. so true. Like she um had to reinvent herself. Like she questioned like how many times does a woman artist have to reinvent themselves in their one career whereas if you look at the men artists like they never do that. Interesting. <laughs> dot dot dot. And like we don't, we're not hating on men at all. We, we love, love men. men. We love women. We love men. But it's we love like, people. it's society. We love people. It's like the, I don't know, the, the way the world is. All we're, <laughs> what we're bring, shedding light on is the reality of the world. Yeah. It's not an opinion. It, no, it is, it is. what it is. Yeah. Like if, you, if everyone got honest for a moment. Yeah, so true. And they looked at the facts, they looked at the figures. Like I'm not saying opinion. I'm not saying, do you think that there is equal pay? I'm not asking you to share your opinion. I'm asking you to look at the facts. It's not equal. (laughs) It's not equal. Like this is what I don't understand. Like it's not about like coming up with an opinion of whether or not you think the world is fair. It's looking at the facts and realizing it's not. And then being honest with yourself and knowing that, possibly quite possibly you're sitting on the side of privilege and like i have my hand up i know we are very privileged white Mm -hmm. born in australia Mm -hmm. like that's a whole set of privileges Mm -hmm. right there but also when we become more aware of what is i guess not fair in our situation then it opens our eyes up to other people's situations Mm -hmm. so now it's like you know when i read more about like feminism and uh the inequality for women and men it's like you just automatically become more aware of race. You become more aware of sexual orientation mm-hmm. and the injustice that is just like saturated. Yeah. And then it makes you more uh you wanna you wanna be on the right side of history. And that was what was said in Taylor's uh, documentary. Like yeah, she wanted so, to be on the right side of history. So it ended with like this whole idea of how Taylor wanted to get involved in the midterm election in twenty eighteen because one of the no one of the leaders who were going in for the vote who was leading the way. In like, Tennessee. Yeah, her was, home state. Her home state. She was leading the votes. This woman was voting to have a lot of, I guess, progression that they had created in women's rights be taken away. Yeah. Again. And also to the same with gay rights as well. Yeah, yeah. So for example, one of the rights that were going to be taken away was like the act against, like, women's women, – um, w- violence against women in that being stalked was going to be okay. Well, I think it just gave more rights to the people who were uh, the, the stalkers. The stalkers. <laughs> and then another example was that if you were a gay couple, even if the people who owned the restaurant thought you were a gay couple in their restaurant – they were entitled to kick you out of the restaurant because of your sec- like how your sexual preferences. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, obviously, like we are simply repeating what we heard on the documentary. And I mean, to me, I'm like, how is this even possible? How did this happen? How are we even talking about this? And I mean, I'm so, like, I stand my two feet on the ground with all this stuff that you know, love is love, however you choose. To uh, be, mm-hmm. if you are loving, if you are kind and you're being yourself, I am all for that. Do yeah. that. I want to see that. I want to see more people living their truth. Although we're happy to share our opinions. We are for anyone who loves anyone for them to be together. Yeah, like it doesn't offend me. It makes <laughs> I me happy. Yeah, I if want I see, you to choose Yeah, and, and this is like where I find it really difficult to understand that people are against it. Like I – and I – I'm in that phase where I'm trying to, uh, you know, I get really angry about this and I get really like, uh, I am angry about it. Yeah. I think, it doesn't make any sense. I think the reason why we're angry about it is because the people who choose to be together, them choosing to be together is not hurting anyone else. Yeah, It's not doing anything wrong. It's not affecting anyone else except them that they get to be together with the person that and they'd they be love. happier so exactly. doesn't this just like make the world a better place so that's where <laughs> the misunderstanding is that's where we don't understand that and i think maybe like yeah like i would i'm happy to listen to someone else Tell me differently, but I don't. I'm pretty a hundred percent sure that my opinion's not going to be. Sweet. Oh yeah, and also like <laughs> the the violence against women thing. That just does well, that's not. That's just a dark moment. It's like, can't. Huh? How is like this how? possible? Are we going back to the dark age? Are we going back to like like when why? women didn't have any rights at all? Like. This is just bizarre. It's very it's very strange. Okay, but the strangest thing is this woman got voted in. Yeah, that so is, the is the thing. weirdest thing. So this is the weirdest thing. But the cool thing is that Taylor <sighs> became vocal with her politics. And, I mean, I love this because we're actually also listening to Dolly Parton's, the podcast, uh, what's it called? Dolly Parton's America. Yeah, and super fascinating story. I mean, she is an amazing person, fascinating person, her business journey, her musical journey, absolutely amazing, inspiring in many ways. But – you know her sitting on the fence with politics mm. that made me think like oh, i wonder like how do i feel about that is that just a business decision where mm. you know she's doesn't want to offend anyone and yeah i get it you don't want to get involved And also I kind of got that feeling of like, actually she just is very compassionate to all sides. But I also think that, you know, there is a point where something is wrong and something is right. (laughs) I honestly think there's definitely that. Yeah, Something is wrong and something is right. And the example that we just used before, that any act that doesn't help or protect Women, women who are being violated. What the hell? Where there is violence occurring to them that is wrong. Yep, yeah, I are 100% a million percent the most I can agree ever. And I understand that some people in you know spaces where they are famous or they have platforms where they are like I'm not using my platform for that, but there's also a stage where it becomes a responsibility. I think in today's age where you know like the platform is so big and we have so much creative control over what we can put out there, it's definitely a thing. I think we should all be talking about it. I don't know. We don't push our opinions on anyone. We just share. 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 I think that if it's okay for a celebrity to endorse a perfume (laughs) and be paid millions of dollars for it. Yeah, that's so true. That sharing a political view where it's supporting someone wanting to marry the, the love of their life or someone wanting to protect another human i'm not even saying it's women i'm if if the act was not protecting men against violence i would also be yeah exactly against it. and i mean it is like you know anyone can openly share their political opinion full stop whatever yeah. it is it's just that of course like we agree with this because this is the same as our political opinion exactly but i think it's i think it's a good to have these conversations i think i think that the whole idea of stay away from politics and religion. religion and race and all the tub and sex and the taboo subjects at the dinner table aren't these the subjects we should be discussing i think more and more those that that idea of not talking about that stuff is the lamest thing ever. I mean, I had a conversation at a dinner table the other night about stuff like this and it got it actually got pretty intense because I was on one side and the guy was on the other side. And I've never ever been put in a situation or found myself in a situation like that where I'm so, so very, very, very wholeheartedly with all my body, all my energy, all everything in me that I'm made of against what this man was saying. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I totally took it personally. I totally did. And I had to leave the table. Like, it was just like, it was awful. Mm. But it was a good lesson for me as well to know, like, you know, like, have, if you're going to express your opinion, like, be prepared for that. And, you know, if you, if I want to openly express my opinion, I have to be prepared for other people to openly express their opinion. And Mm. in the end, this person was still a good person. Like, he wasn't, like, (laughs) Carlos just. (laughs) pulling a face (laughs) but it was just like a really interesting situation where like wow yeah when you I guess when you do have an opinion and when you start to express it be prepared for that Mm. and I think that's kind of why I stayed away from you know even having an opinion on such issues as politics as religion and like even feminism I was frightened to talk about feminism like Maybe a year and a half ago. I remember well, I remember um, hearing about feminism like for the first time and me being like, I am not a feminist. <laughs> yeah, right. Like thinking like that. Like, this Yeah, because they're man haters. Yeah, they're horrible women. Ago, and that was just because I didn't know what a feminist was. No, well, we had a misconception, <sighs> misunderstanding yeah. because like the, whoever portrayed feminists as like – these just angry women. women and it's like actually like firstly they probably had a right to be angry <laughs> gonna put that out there but it totally isn't that and i, I just mean, had to say hang on we oh, wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> yeah i am angry <laughs> but but then this is the thing this is this has come full circle <laughs> it's come full circle guys and i love it when it comes full circle <gasps> always be a good girl Angry, being angry is not being a good girl. Don't make a fuss. Don't be angry. Don't be, don't yell. Stay small. And also like you don't want to offend anyone. Be careful what you say. Yeah, even if you believe in it. Like like, you don't don't want to make anyone else upset. (laughs) Yeah. So as you can tell, the documentary was amazing. Make sure you go and watch it. Tell us what you think. Also write to us. Let us know. What you're angry about. No, I'm kidding. You can know. Feel free. I would love to know what you're angry about. Yeah. Um, but I think it's I think it's a time to open up these conversations. Definitely on this podcast, maybe at your home as well. Yeah, I think like in your friendship group. Do it. See what happens. And I it's exciting, it's empowering as well. And I mean, if we if there's anything you don't like about the world you live mm-hmm. in. Like you do have a voice, you mm. do have a, some power just by expressing your opinions. Mm. And I mean, yeah, we can all do it in a in a healthy way, in a way that, you know, for our own mental health too, because I think sometimes when we do get passionate and create like this this anger feeling, it's like it can do some damage to mm. yourself as well, which I'm very conscious about because I get like that when I'm like angry. I'm like, Oh, but that's why you can turn anger into passion. Yes. So consciously turn that emotion into like like I guess channel that energy because yeah. anger is powerful. Anger is a Ooh, pa- one of the most powerful so energies. Powerful. Channel it somewhere in order to create a change, whether it's not even if it's in that subject because – you know, that is, it's hard to make a big, big change, but even just a small change to channel it there and use it for good. And know that like our little tiny actions do make a change as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, like in all the things we've talked about, whether it's uh, women's rights, race, uh, sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. all of it, like if we just open our eyes and our hearts and notice like, you know, if there's anything in your workplace or around Mm. your like wherever cafes or anything that isn't like a bit like, Oh, that's weird. That's not okay. Begin to be the includer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go and say hi to the person who is on the outskirts who doesn't quite fit in. yeah, And also another one like uh, ability, disability. That's another one. Like Mm. it's, it's I feel like, You know, we are in this time where this subject is so everywhere. Mm. I mean, maybe because we're so in it, we notice it more as well. Be the includer. Yeah, be the includer. Be the kind one. Mm. Be the – like, don't be the good girl. Uh (laughs) Russell the feathers. Yeah, be the the kind one. But be the – like, we can put kindness first. And then, I yeah, I do want to make sure that we say that again, like, being on the right side of history. Like, I really like that because I think what that does is, yeah, it makes you realise – yeah. I do want to express my opinion. And yeah. I do stand for this. And I mean it's it's a really I mean this we talk about this like it's really it's like human ethics, it's morals and philosophy all of this And, I mean, it is very subjective as well. And you guys might be listening and being like, well, I'm on the right side of history and you guys are saying the opposite thing. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I mean, like, if you're thinking that, maybe this podcast isn't for you (laughs) and that's okay. Like, or maybe it is. Like, I think it's also good to hear other perspectives. And, I mean, question everything. Mm. Question everything you hear on this show as well as every other show and what you read. We must – be connected to our truths, to our hearts, what is right by you. What we must what does be your moral yeah what does your moral compass say? And know that you can change. Just because you thought of something last year mm. doesn't mean you have to think the same way this year. I changed so many opinions. Oh my God, me too. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And if someone questions your change, I mean we had this conversation mm. with our friend the other day. Mm. Like, you know, if someone questions you don't think that. Mm. Like no, that's not you. That's I don't understand why you're saying that. You believe this. And it's like, hang on a minute, we can all change. Mm, And, yeah, that's – yeah, maybe I used to think that. Not anymore. Yeah. Full stop. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) And on that note, we will love you and we will leave you and we're so grateful for your ears and always Always. feel free to reach out. We love hearing from you. We really do. And, I mean, I think it's so cool that we have these platforms to just connect – And, yeah, like we're always – we always want to hear from you. It makes our days. So if there's anything that you enjoyed listening to or, like, it really resonated or you want us to go deeper, let us know and we will do it. Yay. Have a great day. Bye.